Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. And you're listening to our podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. That buzz, as always, is brought to you by the beautiful, delicious Strangeland Brewery. A beer for any occasion. A beer for all occasions. A beer for every occasion. You heard all my uh, colleagues here. Coach Bean, back for two weeks in a row. Hey, I made it. Whoa. I was a little late today, too. <laughs> yeah, you were. I got here. Probably uh, lots of traffic and some rain involved. Yeah. If I was guessing. Nah, this probably wasn't feeling very good. Yeah. It looked like rain. But tell hey, what, tell you what, Chad's back. It was dark it's good there. to have Chad back here. I'm back. Sorry about last week, fellas. Yeah, I kept, kept waiting on you. Yeah, it was absolute nightmare. <laughs> you guys have zero idea what was going on. Yeah, I appreciate it, dude. I won the bet, so we're good. And we got ballad pressing Ballad, buttons. fellas. Just jumping the <laughs> what was, gun. What was Just my over-under on time? Uh, 8.15. <clears throat> oh, yeah, definitely. He, definitely he, wasn't going to happen. I was still in traffic. He was excited <laughs> about the under. I took the under. I go... I said a great line. I came from up there. It's not coming. No. I sat on Ooh. Mopac for a good hour and a half. Ooh. And I had to go to another building after that, too. So it was a nightmare. Needless to say. Today is Tuesday, November 14th. 13. Almost. <laughs> As always, recording from Austin, Texas. And, uh, Don't worry, Hank only has his GED. In our lovely studio here at Ballot's oh, yeah. House. Um, if you're listening to the show... You can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes, um, the iTunes podcast app. Please uh, subscribe and follow us. Give us some reviews and share those pages out with your friends. Let them know you like the show. Tell them to listen to us. Um, this is our pro show, so we're going to talk uh, all professional sports here. We'll get into show business here in a second. First, we do need to talk about Strangeland Brewery. Um, they have a beer poking event coming up on November 30th. You can find that on their Facebook, all the information. Um at, it's going to be at Glass Half Full uh, in North Austin at Lakeline Mall, near Lakeline Mall, um, November 30th. And then if you're out and about in Austin in a bar at a restaurant, um, be sure to ask for Strangeland. The more we get the word out, the more we can drink it uh, around the Austin area. You can follow the brewery at Strangeland Brew on Twitter. You can follow our show at SportsBuzzTX. And we'll go ahead and get into our show business um, so we got week 11 in the NFL is here. We are running out of time. We're what? Almost three quarters of the way through. Mm. Um, as I mentioned, Chad is back in studio. 
Yes, I am. Did Welcome you back. did thank you, thank you bring you. did you bring anything with you today? I saw you gave Ballad uh, some snowboard some some snow pants. Appreciate that. That was really uh I I just texted her and said hey I, I need to borrow something from you. Would you mind bringing it? And sure enough, he shows up with it. So yeah. So what had happened was was you know I only have two hands right. So I had to carry the snowboard pants in one hand and my keys in the other. And uh, lo and behold, I just completely forgot about the jersey. <laughs> Unreal. So, Unreal. Uh, I, I do I do apologize. Um, not not very much, but I do apologize. It's just disrespectful, man. Honestly, <laughs> you're like you're you're pushing on like four weeks of NBA honestly, basketball. Dude, late, I dude. feel really bad right now, <laughs> <dude>. so, <laughs> I can honestly say that I don't feel bad very often, but this time I do feel kind of bad. <laughs> well, I even had the the wherewithal to bring. Ballad some some snow gloves. Uh, yeah. My my nice Oakley goggles. I feel like I was I was showered with gifts. When it I was early here. Christmas for you today. Yeah, and for Thanksgiving week, I'm not gonna be here. So that's one of the main reasons I was uh, gifted all these these fine pieces of clothing. I appreciate you guys, but ridiculous. Uh, yeah, next week I won't be here, and I'm learning now also that a handful of you guys won't either. Yeah, I'll be I'll, here. I'll be in Nashville. So we uh, are waiting, of course, to the almost last minute to decide what we're gonna do with the show. And I've pretty much just decided that I'm gonna put Spencer in charge. Uh, I don't, I don't really like to do That's this. Ballsy. I know, I, I know it is very ballsy. But uh, you know what? I'm just gonna say, you know what, Spencer you did a good job bringing gloves and goggles. I'll let you give you one more piece of uh, of responsibility. Let's see if we can get a show recorded and up. So. If I was a betting man, I'd say that we're going to skip next week, but who knows? We'll see what happens. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, Coach and I talked about it. Coach isn't going to be anywhere. I'm not going to be anywhere. But we live like an hour and a half apart. Yeah. I am the middle spot. Yeah. So, (laughs) Which is why I host the podcast. (laughs) So (laughs) basically, we're going to try and figure out how to do a a two-way Facebook Live show. If that doesn't work. Oh, it's Tuesday? Sounds graphic. If that doesn't work, then I'll be... Sounds real R-rated. I'll be doing a Facebook Live from my house by myself and recording it on my own computer so I can send you the the stuff to post it. Don't send it to me. Don't send it to me. Just Facebook Live. If you don't mind, can you make sure your cats are in the background the entire time? They'll get in the way. They'll for sure get in the way. Yes. And by we, he definitely means he because I just show up to things. If there's no plan, I'm not showing up. I'm just saying. There you go. Well, he already said he's not driving to San Marcos, so I'll be doing a show regardless. There will be something posted talking about sports. And to be fair, the only reason I'm not driving to San Marcos is because I know he's not going to cook anything. He's going to stick Tyson chicken fingers in the oven. Ooh, I don't have any of those. He's probably going to forget about it, and they're going to be burned by the time we end with the show. It does sound good. It does sound good. Sounds terrible. I got a bunch of red beans and rice in the fridge right now. I know you want some red beans and rice. Oh, Um, sounds like college all over. So let's get back to uh, our show business. Make sure you guys join our DraftKings contest. Have you posted it yet? No. And, uh, you know, a mystery. I thought I posted it last week during the episode. Oh, no. But I went and looked, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So I'm thinking I got to that point where it's like, okay, everything's set up perfectly. All you have to press save. Finish. And then, yeah, and then I just did not click that button. So uh, for anyone who spent any time looking for the uh, contest last week, I'm very sorry about that. But uh, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do it before I forget. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what you said last week. Um... So, some some big news. Um, what are they doing? Oh yeah, DraftKings. Barstool Sports uh, actually just got their own XM radio, Sirius XM radio station. I took the liberty to go ahead and tag Sports Buzz on their post because they did ask for people to do the 
to, to join their 24 seven slot time slots. So I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say that we're pretty good. You should listen to our show and put us in one of your time slots. So we'll see if that goes anywhere. We might be on SiriusXM come uh, January 1. I mean, SoundCloud's already given us discounts to stay on with them, so... Uh, I'll leave SoundCloud... It's only the next step. I'll leave SoundCloud in a heartbeat to be okay. on SiriusXM. How dare you? Well, it's easy oh, for you to say you didn't pay your renewal membership. Ooh, that's Ooh. a show business, but that is important <laughs> for you. <laughs> Thank Ooh. you, Coach. Ooh. Thank you. Gentlemen. Yes, I'll do it right now. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, uh, it's it's in the mail. Uh, the, the check, mail. the check is in the mail. It's with, uh, it's with the jersey. It's with that jersey. Um, Did and you one, charge me? One more piece of show business. Uh, I did. Is uh, we do have a show bet tonight. What is our show bet tonight, Ballad? Show bet tonight. We have got a barn burner, Purdue and Marquette facing off in a little college basketball. Um, it's early in the season, but I said this last year, I'll say it again. If you want to be good in March, got to put the time in in November. Gotta this put in is the time. time of year you got to start paying attention. So that game has not started yet. Uh, we are going to, we'll, we'll announce when the game starts and, and I don't think it'll be hard to tell because we'll be actively watching the game and people stop paying attention to the podcast. Yeah, we're right? actively watching Great the, radio. we're actively watching the Longhorns play New Hampshire right now. So, um... We'll, we'll definitely talk some college sports uh, in our amateur hour, which you'll hear on Friday, so be sure to check that out. But let's get into some not football talk. Finally start talking some sports. Chad, start it off. What do yeah, we got? Yeah, I'll start off with some NBA basketball talk here, guys. Uh, the Cavs are an absolute dumpster They're fire. They're horrible. And uh, instead of them being able to ride a bus around town in New York, they decided, well, y'all aren't good enough. you got to take the train everywhere. They did it for good reason, though. They did it for good reason. It was either a 45-minute bus ride through New York traffic or a six-minute subway ride. Yeah. With weirdos on the subway. And they chose the weirdos. Yeah, you know, uh, again, it's uh, one of those things that they could have walked. It's very simple. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They definitely could have walked, did a little sightseeing on the way, uh, but they're too good for that. Uh, So they had to take some kind of transportation. Uh, These are athletes, right? No exercise for them. So, uh Guys, the Cavs are an absolute garbage. They're pretty they're, bad. They're terrible. They're pretty bad. And on the other end of that spectrum in the NBA, um, coach, your Celtics minus Rockin'. Gordon Hayward. Rockin'. They got they they got rid of their best player in picked up Isaiah Thomas. Player. Picked up Kyrie. They've won twelve in a row. They can't lose. They literally can't lose. Kyrie even goes out for a game, and they still come back from eighteen down. Unreal. We took Kyrie out ourselves. And they still can't touch us, dude. I mean, it's a really good team. I was telling someone at work today, Johnny, who won our listeners, pick them for March Madness last year. Um, we're talking some basketball, man. And I thought I, mean, I won that. This team is so gritty. <laughs> like, the defense, everything, it's, like, really complete. And, like, for as good as I thought they were last year, I felt like they were really soft. And this team definitely feels like they have a little edge to them. They play a little more physical. Marcus Smart looks really good. This team looks complete right now. Yeah, they look really good. I think they're the favorite in the East, bar none, right now. 100%. They got a a solid lead in in the East, and the Cavs, I don't think, are even in the top eight right now. But they don't start playing until March. place, but I mean, yeah, it doesn't... What does it really matter? They don't start playing until March. The Cavs will still be around. Yeah. Uh, I did like that Enes Cantor just 
coming in, being the statue in front of LeBron. That was. Yeah, I thought awesome they were. I thought he was going to make out with him. They were that close. No, nope, no. Nope. He kept saying no. He told LeBron no. <laughs> and no means no, fellas. No means no. Well, oh, that's uh. <laughs> That's about enough NBA talk for now. It's a little early in the season to really care enough. Um, oh, no. Unlike college basketball, now's the time. Now's the time. Put in the work. Oh, yeah, put in the work. For the record, show bet, show bet has started. We have the under on 162. I don't know if we announced that or not. We so. did not announce it. 162. 162 points. Already at seven. I felt good about the under. I felt good about the under. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't feel too good about the under. They're making a lot of shots, but that means they both have to <laughs> score 80 points apiece. I mean, over 80 points apiece. 81 points. So, both um, teams shoot light out. We'll talk they about shoot, we'll talk about something that you guys I know you guys love talking about is golf. Mm. Um, oh yeah. First story is coming from uh, our our uh, reoccurring golf retard um, Grayson Murray. Yep. Um, the picture is hilarious. Can you go up to the picture so they can see this? Uh, if it'll load. And the listeners can see this. Yeah, well, listeners yeah. can't see it, but <laughs> the dude's, the dude's missing a front tooth. This is the guy. If you guys don't remember, who asked the Playboy. Was it, it was a Playboy girl, Bunny, to be his caddy at the Masters Par Three contest if he made it, and she said, "Yeah, sure," but he didn't even come close to making it. So, Home Cities. The so I'll transition into our next story as well with this. Um, basically, the the Schwab Cup is the champions, the old man's version of the tournament, uh, the yeah, the Tour Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a season-long point system, and then they change up the point system going into the playoffs. So it's like NASCAR. Basically. Um, so Bernhard Langer had 20, he played in 22 tournaments, 16 top 10s, 21 top 20s, and 7 wins. <gasps> 7 wins! The guy had 7 wins and 16 top 10s. Um, and so uh, Will Gray, whoever the hell that is... Says any system that allows someone else to win the season-long Schwab Cup nearly clearly needs an overhaul. Well, Grayson Murray responds to this tweet and says, "Does anybody really care?" is the real question. Those guys were relevant ten plus years ago. <laughs> Most of those guys on the Champions Tour could probably kick Grayson Murray's ass on the golf course, um, <clears throat> especially Bernhard Langer. The guy does nothing but win. Um, the Schwab Cup is a weird deal. A great name. Who? Bernhard. 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 Yeah, he's German as hell. Langer. Um, this this Schwab Cup, the tournament, the Tour Championship, and the PGA, it's all a weird deal. Um, you don't have to win very many tournaments. You just have to be close enough at the end, and then do really well in the last tournament or win the last tournament, and you win eleven million dollars. It's a weird system, and it's all got to be fixed. They've got to do something to change this thing up. Here's where Grayson Murray went wrong. His tweet was spot on until he continued after the dot, dot, dot. If he would have left it as, does anybody really care is the real question? Because yes, this, yes. Is, this is summertime talk. I'm when, with you. When there's no football, there's no basketball, baseball's still in the, the dog days of summer, that's when people should be tweeting about golf. This is not the time. should have left it as, <laughs> does anybody really care is the real question. And he should have said dot, dot, dot. About golf this time of year. That's what he should have done. Or just nothing at all. He would have mattered. I mean, I'm good with the first sentence. It's that second sentence. These guys are relevant ten years ago. Well, no, they're still they're still pretty good. People just don't really care to watch them, as opposed to getting excited about Tiger Woods going to be back in two weeks. Well, I'm gonna show Will Gray how we should change it, and we're gonna talk about keeping sports weird. Keep it weird. The best two sport athletes since Bo Jackson, Mookie Betts. 
Very clearly. This is awesome. I'm glad you found the, the story. Uh, <laughs> the Red Sox outfielder. It, Mookie and, and this is funny because Mookie loves to bowl. And he was unable to participate in this. Uh, this. It, it's not like PBR or anything, but it. Or it's like the, the world. Bowling, the world like championship. A, some sort or other? of championship tournament. And Mookie bowls a perfect game. Uh, perfect 300. Nothing but strikes. Living the dream. That's pretty good. I, I've, it's it's hard to bowl a perfect game. I, I, I bowled quite a bit. Best I've ever got, 276. <laughs> 300 is damn near impossible. It, it's fantastic. Mookie. Oh, the World Series of Bowling is what it was there called. There it is. Yeah. Um, but the best part of the whole video is watching the commentators that are there for the World Series of Bowling who are not like... The cream of the crop broadcasters. Let's start there. No, this is JV level broadcast. Yeah, them getting to interview Mookie Betts is a hilarious <laughs> thing because it's so nerdy and Mookie fits in perfectly with it. It was it was a great thing. Got to the watch. bowling terminology down to yeah, a T. It was great. Good for him, man. That's that's cool. I'm jealous. I wish I could get one. Um, I know y'all are done. Y'all are tired of hearing about basketball, golf, fucking bowling. Out Never left, tired about basketball. Out of left field, we got bowling. Let's know. talk some football. Let's you do you have any more bowling stories you guys want to go over while we're here? I didn't see anything else pop what up in my some, bowling feed. What is some bowling lingo that you speak of? Oh, you got to, you know, move move a couple boards this way, boards that way. Um, you is know, you, the, the rotation, the, the oil on the... I was going to go, oil, oil patterns. patterns. Oil patterns. You want to know about the oil patterns. Oil patterns can be crazy, dude. Those yeah, patterns you, you definitely got to know if it's slick. If you're, like, like if, what's the patterns? Do they? I mean, I don't understand. Do they certain parts, like, uh, certain parts of the of the lane, they double down on the oil, triple down. It's slicker on certain Chad, parts. If you have to ask, you're probably not that high quality. Yeah, yeah. definitely not that high quality bowler. You got your cheetah pattern. You got your shark pattern. Chad's a pink ball bowler, <laughs> just for the spin factor. Ooh, Absolutely. And yeah. you know what? I bowled a one forty or a two forty six. So, in my lifetime, I've broken two hundred. It's pretty good. Probably good oil. It's pretty good. Like Just saying. But with, <laughs> with, definitely the, no oil on, with the slick, on, on yeah, with the slick pattern, I don't know if you're gonna get that pink ball to spin much. Hey, I use I use the ten. I use the ten weight. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some football. I'm never gonna suggest. Who wants football. to roster rage or roster bait first? Who wants to go first? <clears throat> I'll roster bait all over my running backs this weekend. Do it uh, to it. Mark Ingram, three total touchdowns. Jesus. Blowing up. Ever since they got rid of Adrian Peterson, that backfield has become better with Kamara and Ingram. It's fantastic. And honestly, well, Adri- Adrian Peterson got a revival Yeah, because now they don't have so. five running backs in New Orleans, and now he can be the number one guy in Arizona. And then I got the alert. Mike Gillisley was not going to play, so I dropped him and picked up his teammate, Deion Lewis. Turns out that was a great idea. Deion Lewis had a return kick for a touchdown as yards. well as a receiving touchdown. So big ups to my running back stable. I'm going to roster rage to Jordan Reed. You're a fucking professional. Learn how to stay healthy. I'm tired of this bullshit where you're just fucking missing games because you don't know how to stay healthy. He's like the new Gronk. He's worse than Gronk, dude. At least Gronk gets real injuries that keep him out of the season. <laughs> Jordan Reed's like, oh, my hamstring. And then he'll eat a bag of Cheetos. I don't get it. I don't those, are nag- those are nagging injuries. They, they last. I just ask, don't get it. Ask Sean Lee. Jed? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, Stephon Diggs got to definitely uh, rush your bait to Stephon Diggs this week. Um, huge week for me, man. Uh, even though he had four receptions, did get that reception touchdown, helped me out in the win this week. Uh, he almost had two. He almost did. He almost did. However, I got a roster rage. T. 
to Antonio Brown, guys. Mm. He had like oh two catches for forty yards or some shit. And if it wasn't for the end of the game when they when he got him in a field goal range, um, he would have done absolutely nothing. And he's the elite receiver. Stop throwing to Juju fucking Smith and throw to Antonio Brown. He's the one that makes the chains move. Hey, Juju's that new new. You gotta, you gotta get on. He's terrible, man. Yeah, Juju's, Juju's, Juju's pretty good. Just yeah. saying. He yeah, he's all right. But I mean, you he, gotta get your man involved. Think about it. You're think du- about Des Bryant. Is Des Bryant good? No, not really. They double they double the number one guy. They, they double number two guys open. Yeah, who's the number two in Dallas? Okay, good point. Yeah, and picking up I'm, where I'm glad. Picking I'm glad. up where you I'm glad, just I'm glad we can have that conversation. Which week? Picking up where you just left off. Terrence I'm gonna roster rage oh, on no, Terrence fucking Jason Williams. Wins. Yeah, Jason yeah. Williams gotta be the number two. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna roster rage on the number two wide receiver in Dallas, Terrence Williams. I picked him up somehow. I got him off. Whatever. It's like he just oh, had a great week. He's trash. He just had a great week. He's gonna go off against Atlanta. Atlanta's oh, defense sucks. Can't see him. One point. One point. Is that a PPR league? That is a PPR league. Ooh, zero. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty. He had bad. a catch. He had one catch for less than ten yards. It was like six yards. Mm. Ooh. Not good. Not good. You're getting that every Ooh. every yard Ooh. scoring. But yeah. I am gonna Put roster. I'm gonna roster bait to Robbie Anderson. You were talking about him earlier. I picked him up this week in one league. He put up 18 and mm. 18 and change uh, for me this week. Big time pickup. Big time pick. I'm glad he came through, scored a touchdown. Did he bring you the W? I still lost both leagues. Ooh, but you should, you should raise to <laughs> I had a lot of buys, a lot of buys, injuries. Mike Evans was suspended. I'm a little pissed off right now, but got to give props where props are due, okay? Bell, what you got? You know, piggyback up on what Coach just said about Mark Ingram in New Orleans. I got the other side of that backfield. Oh, Alvin yeah. Kamara, See? 20. Point eight points in my league, and I just wanted to put. Have you guys ever remembered a back? I guess last year you had Tevin Coleman and you uh, still have that backfield going on. But they're, they're not as good as they were last year. Freeman's like, out for a bit. Pretty good man. Freeman got that concussion. I don't, I don't know either. I'm so I'm not following. But this is pretty amazing to see two running backs in a backfield that you could you could feel comfortable starting every week. They like they're rushed both as a top team, 10 running backs. As a team, they rushed for almost 300 yards. It's Breeze crazy. had a rushing touchdown. That's how much they ran the ball. So I'm going to roster Rage, though, to Tyrod Taylor, who had an embarrassing – or mind you, this is a quarterback who had 2.9 points in my league. Solid. I don't even know what Solid. pathetic effort you have to put together to have that sort of day. Did he but get hurt? it is just awful to go sub three did he as a leave, quarterback. Did he leave the game early? I hope so. That that would <laughs> that would be the only thing that could that could explain spoiler, a poor spoiler performance like this. Spoiler alert: He didn't. Yeah, well, he, he, he should have. They put up like three points. That would have been better. It would have been better if he would have just taken a, a brick and <laughs> threw it on his foot in the middle of the game and gone and sat out. Like this is just embarrassing. I will say one of his interceptions came from a Charles Clay tip. I only know that because I picked Charles Clay up and it fucking sucks too. See, Charles Clay should take that interception. Why does Tara Taylor have to have that if he wasn't the one who tipped the ball? I will so, say this. The week that Spencer and I played each other in our league, both of our quarterbacks got hurt yeah. in the same time. He, his <laughs> quarterback put up like one point, mine zero. put up two. One point zero. And I know you guys are bringing up so I should go ahead and say it. Haley beat me again. Not not even in, in daily in our actual league. Again? Again. Same so, league? Did you at least win daily? We, I didn't make it daily because <laughs> I couldn't get the, I couldn't get the sports buzz one up. I definitely wasn't going to get ours up. But she had Cam Newton who had like six hundred points. So it was like, what the fuck? I hate fantasy. I I truly 
hate fantasy. You've been saying that for a good hey, four weeks now. I've been saying for like four years. I, I hate this thing. At least you don't um, lose. The whole league. The whole league. It's the only thing keeping you around. I know. Well, <laughs> well, until this year. I'm in real bad contention in my work league. I'm like <laughs> two in whatever other how many games have been played. It's not. Like two oh, eight. actually, I got to win this week, so I'm three and something in that three league. And three and seven. Crawling back. Seven. Don't I, come back. I will say, I'm two and eight in a league with my girlfriend, but at least I didn't lose to her. So Ooh, Good for you. Yeah. I'm okay. proud of you. So, the man. She's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's turning green with envy right now. Um, any other big fantasy news? What were some big injuries? Um, uh, I will say, Adam Thielen went the fuck off. Yeah, this he week. did. Also, Dude, he's going off. Also, every week. the Leapfrog celebration pretty is good. probably my mo- most favorite celebration so far. That's pretty that funny. was good. The sack race was good too, though. No. Sack race was funny. Teams um, are going to buy this week. You got the Panthers, the Colts, the Jets, and the 49ers. Great, all teams that really don't matter. Yep, exactly, exactly. It's a good bye week. Gonna have to find a solution for Frank Gore. Uh oh, Cam has been having a pretty good points a game. Couple of games. Ty Hilton. All reliable. I will say. I will say. I will say. Devin Funch just had a good game. Yeah, he's the number one guy now. It's about time right now. So who was the other guy? Sanders. Samuel. Samuel. He had three pass, two or three passes that hit him right square in the numbers on the chest and just dropped him. Yeah, and then he had another amazing catch. Yeah, well, weirdo. Um, like, oh, McCaffrey, McCaffrey some, really. Fell some fantasy news. He's like Amari Cooper these days. Some fantasy news that will affect you, even Michael though you don't Crawford. own that person. Um, Unless you train for AJ Green. Big news with Dallas: Tyron Smith out for a while. Sean Lee out for a while. Terrible, terrible. Their defense looked horrible. Their offensive line: Chaz Green is absolute dumpster garbage, dumpster <laughs> fire garbage on the left tackle. He cannot block. Any of us in this room. He can't. He can't do it. So, if you have anybody on Dallas's offense, get rid of him. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Zeke's in trouble. You know what? Something from last week I meant to mention. Uh, <laughs> one of our most loyal listeners, Uncle Tom, and I played last weekend. And he did beat me. So, I thought I should... You know, while I'm, while I'm ironing can out I, all my losses, can I, get I might league? as well say that. But I, I thought I'd bring up that he did lose to my little brother by three points this week. So, Ooh. I know that one stung Uncle Tom. Uh, see, I want to be in that league. Hey, hey is, there, that, is there any way I can get in your league? Is there any openings? Get some, some definite wins? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get in that league. I need to get some easy wins under my belt. Maybe feel good. Bring That's up my self I know, it's an eight-man league, too. It should be just killing it. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Four and six. If y'all don't have any other fantasy news, we're going to hit a break. <laughs> to the break. Break. All right. We'll give y'all a little music, and we'll get back into segments right after this. We'll be right back with some more sports buzz. Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Tillman. We got the three students in here. Um, our, show, our show bet's looking pretty decent right now. We're halfway through the first half in the Marquette-Purdue game. 16-12. to 12. 
We're well under right now. So we just need them to keep doing what they're doing. It's been lights out shooting on both ends. Yeah, yeah, no. We're just going to keep all these white guys on the floor. Yeah, keep the white guys on there. <laughs> Dude, that's all Purdue has, That man. is all Purdue. All it's, if, when Purdue plays Wisconsin, <clears throat> it's literally just all white guys. God. We'll keep you guys updated on our show bet. We're looking good right now, but a lot of basketball to play. We're going to get into segments. Chad, you got the first one. Start us off. Yeah. This isn't a new... <laughs> A new, uh, a new segment, is it? Uh, no, we. This is a, a segment we haven't theory? done in a while. Okay, it's been okay. a minute. It's been it's been a while. So bringing it back a little bit, guys. We're gonna talk about Martellus Bennett. Uh, with a little wild. conspiracy theory here. Don't talk shit about total. Don't talk shit about total. This story is wild. So Mar- Martellus Bennett cut by Green Bay Packers with designation of hiding an injury. Claiming that uh, he was going to need surgery. Um, guys. Martellus Bennett looks like he's going to play. Uh, Didn't he have surgery? Is it, I thought no. he was going to play. No, he did not have surgery. He already played. He played Sunday night. Two days, yeah. three days after the Packers released him, and he said, I need surgery on my shoulder for my torn rotator cuff. He's full of shit. No. What, what's full of shit is him coming out saying that he's going to retire, and Green Bay saying... Eh, well, we don't really want to pay you, so let's just cut you and use this as the excuse. Which, let's let's face it, if he's playing, I mean, that's a that's a piss poor excuse for here's, the Packers to cut him. I don't care what it is. Make sure really that he happened. really needs surgery. On here's something. what really happened: Aaron Rodgers went down. Martellus Bennett wasn't getting any catches, even with Aaron Rodgers there, so he wasn't happy. He wasn't being used at all. And then his quarterback went down. So the chances of going to the playoffs or winning in the playoffs, winning a Super Bowl, those were out the window. They threw those out the window when Aaron Rodgers went out. So he's like, I don't want to be here. I'm not going to play for a shit team. I'm going to go back. I'm going to bandwagon my ass back where I had a team and play with the Patriots. It's exactly what happened. We're on the up and up right now. Of course. Playing pretty good football. Hey. I love this from Bennett. You know, Martellus Bennett, I don't. known to be a pretty smart guy in the NFL, and I, I love this approach. I mean, this is this is awesome. But to come out and slander and and, and throw throw shade at the the uh, team doctor, um, Doctor McKenzie, and say that he forced him to go play, even though he knew that he needed surgery is a bunch of shit. And every single Packers player, Jordy Nelson, James Jones, John Kuhn, Tom Crabtree, all these guys who have played for the Packers have come out and said that that McKenzie won't even let you go play with a broken fingernail unless you can prove that you're able to go out there on the field. So the fact that he's coming out and saying that the Packers forced him to go play with a fucked up shoulder, that's a bunch of bullshit. And Martellus and Michael Bennett... Are a bunch of fucking idiots. I, I mean, I think, <clears throat> I think you're How are you gonna drag I, Michael into this. Because Michael's an idiot about, too. Why did you bring I, him into this? Look, they were even talking about him. Look, I was about to bring both of them into it too. Yes. I mean, the, this is the Bennett brothers, dude. And I yes. have a lot of respect for these dudes, honestly. Um, you I have think, a lot of respect for them. Yeah, I think they're fucking phenomenal athletes. On top of being well informed individuals. They're very smart. They're um, very informed and fucking idiots if they keep pulling yes. this shit to uh, ruin yes. their careers. I think they're fucking smart as shit. 
I think you're overstepping a little bit, dude. Honestly, it almost came to fucking lawyers whenever Jermichael Finley was held out of playing and he wanted to play in the NFL. Yeah. Look, these guys understand the physical risk that they're putting on the line. And for someone to say that you can't play, even though you know you can, reg- knowing the risk, McKenzie, I, think, I think that's bullshit, dude. McKenzie I, said, I think that's real bullshit. McKenzie said, I'm not going to let you play because you could die. And Martellus Bennett played injured almost all of last year on the Patriots. Like, this, this is nothing new. This is a fucking yeah. tough guy. Like, honestly, I, I feel that. like he's a very tough guy. But he said yeah. he wanted surgery. He got pushed to the point. Said he wanted surgery. I bet he was told that by Pat McKenzie over and over and over again and said, until you have this, you're not going to see, like, we're not going to put you out there. I, I think still play. you're messing with a lot of people. And I think that, I mean, I think there's just two sides to it. I, I'm not going to say here the Bennett brothers are like the most upstanding, honest people, but I am going to say that. Think about it. They're doing something. Think about it, though. Has Martellus Bennett had really any impact in any game this year? No. no. So then what's the point of pressuring him to play if he's already had zero impact? I don't understand that. Uh, well, he had three catches for just over 30 yards the other night. His Ooh. shoulder looked just fine. Add him. His shoulder looked fine. Add him. Um, we're going to start talking about um, some billionaires here in our segments. Um, we got some billionaire beef going on. The, the billionaire beef. <laughs> the owners and the NFL and the general public... Just found out about what Roger Goodell is looking for in his contract extension, which would go through, I think, 2024. Um, he is seeking $49.5 million, million dollars a year. $45.9 million a year. Oh, um, what else is he asking for? Uh, he's also asking for a <laughs> lifetime use of a private jet. Oh. Definitely what someone needs. Uh, but I bet you there's more. There is more. Sell these billionaires work, man. <laughs> but just wait, there's more. There's more. He also wants lifetime health insurance for his family. Lifetime. And, and if you call now, where's the beef? Um Goodell is already making around thirty million dollars a year. Um Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. Tough life. Um you to just, to just do whatever insurance. the fuck you want. To just oh. What? What was that? You yelled at you yelled at somebody on the street while you were going to get lunch because they were being an asshole. You're suspended three games. How many um, times have I told you? <laughs> so now all of a sudden he wants forty, almost fifty million dollars. Um, <laughs> yeah, an extra twenty million dollars that he wants. Um, the the use of the lifetime private jet is what sticks out to me. That is absolutely absurd. Do you know how much a jet costs to fuel up? I don't, because I don't have one. But it's not cheap. Jet fuel is expensive. I mean, if you're making $49 million a year, you should be able to afford riding a private jet the rest of your life regardless. What, $1,200 fill it up? Put, put it in the thing. Yeah, more just that. pay cash. Like I mean, come on! I I don't understand that. I is, I just think it's a, I just think it's a <coughs> tedious thing that he's trying to throw in there. I I don't know. When it comes to Roger Goodell, there's a couple things. One, he hasn't handled a bunch of situations correctly. Um, when it comes to multiple different things, um, the owners are upset right now. Clearly, um, on both sides, the NFL game has never been more boring to watch. 
We've, this week we've was had bad. so many blowouts. This week was the worst. TV ratings are down. What constitutes a raise? More or less, almost a 30% raise in your salary. Nothing constitutes that. So, no. uh, you know, again, it, it's hard for me to really get behind this. I know we're talking millions of dollars, but yeah. in any industry, if you're not bringing added value to anything, what's the point of you getting a raise? Well, what brings the NFL money? The teams. Well, the merchandise, the viewing. The advertisements that the teams bring in. Not Roger Goodell. I mean, yes, Roger Goodell's the Roger, head. Gade- Roger Goodell is there to make the teams money. He's the face of the owners is what he is. Yeah. Here, here's, here's my problem. I think Goodell is asking for the wrong things here. Because cause once you get to a – once you have more money than God, like there's no more money they can give you. Like you're never going to spend all this money. At a certain point, you have to switch the things you're asking for. Like, if I was Goodell, I would have said, I want to make sure that no one calls me Tuesday morning before noon. I know you've got all these complaints that happened over the weekend. I don't want to get any phone calls from Jerry Jones until at least I've had my second cup of coffee. Until I've played my full 36 holes of golf. Or, you know what? I don't want to deal with any of your players if they get DUIs. Owners, you deal with that. These are things I'm not going to deal with anymore. Just just build me my own professional, just They're, build me my own private golf course. You know, I'll take even a pay cut, and you guys take all the domestic violence cases. I don't want, I'm don't. i not going to deal with you this. You know what? You guys deal you with it. You actually make a very That's good brilliant. point. What if they push these suspensions back onto the owners of the teams to handle? Yeah. I wonder how that would affect things. Take a pay cut, take Anarchy. a little less stress off your plate, and you're a much happier guy. Be straight anarchy. Nobody would be it suspended. It would be very curious. Nobody would be suspended. I bet you they would, though, because it would still be reported, and it would still be publicized. It would just be up to the team owner to say, well, do I put my foot down on this, or do I not? It would be very interesting to, to, to see, to be honest. Well, that was Money Talks. Um, yeah. Billionaires uh, arguing with other billionaires. I'm so, also, I would have also asked for sushi on my private jet. Yeah, okay. I don't need a lifetime. I just need sushi. I would okay. ask for a giraffe, but yeah. Okay, well, let's. You, you used to want a dolphin. Remember that? Ooh, I would take a dolphin. Yeah. Just like an Ace Ventura. Right. Where are you gonna put it? <laughs> uh, I have forty nine million dollars. I can buy. I'll figure out a place. Forty nine. Valid. Very oh, good. Oh, and a half. Sorry. Valid. Right, our next, next. Our next segment is a pro tip for Brock Osweiler. Uh, Osweiler? Osweiler. 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 You nailed it. it. I don't know the score of the game. I know Denver lost, but Brock Osweiler Mm -hmm. had a just fantastic pass. It was just up Brock's alley where (laughs) if you you didn't see it, then you don't have access to the internet. And their 41-16 loss, he smoked somebody on the sidelines. Right in the face. And not only the sidelines, like it wasn't even close. Just... Smoke this guy like <laughs> boom headshot, boom headshot. That's so I thought I thought we could give some pro tips to Brock Osweiler and the NFL. And I'll start here. NFL, if you want to cut down on concussion concussion talks, you should make everyone on the sidelines wear helmets because when you have yes. players like Brock throwing the football around, you're gonna have instances like this. And so, if this guy doesn't get a CTE test, then the whole NFL is to blame. So that guy, I believe, he's just the guy handing out the Microsoft Surface. Laptops or tablets. He's standing over so by he's a the, tech nerd. Yeah, yeah. He's not paying attention to the game. He's probably looking at his his own surface or his own phone. He's ten yards oh. off the sideline. So you mean a guy who uses his brain to make money? Yeah, this is the kind of people you want to protect from. But he should be in concussion protocol right now. 
Oh, for sure. He should be. My pro tip for him, pay attention. Literally, you see the guy throw his hand up like, oh, I'm going to try and get it with no. my with my playbook. No. He can't reach it. The other guy's like, oh, I'm going to catch it behind him. No. Boom, that shot. Another pro tip would be, hey, give the guy a heads up. There's two or three guys right around him that could have been like, hey, there's a ball coming that's about to hit you right in the fucking face. Yeah, here's what I'm going to tell you wrong. This isn't baseball. You're not supposed to keep your head on a swivel here. Uh, my pro tip is for this fat fucking coach next to the guy who gets dome rocked. <laughs> Don't be so fucking lazy. He <laughs> straight up sees it the whole way. Half 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 ass throws his. He doesn't even up. turn around when no. the dude gets headshot. No, no up call, no heads, no duck, <laughs> nothing. Man. It's embarrassing. <laughs> It's a whole Denver organization's a fuck oh. show. It's it's really bad. But then again, we can come to the realization, guys, that football should be more like baseball, and the fact that they should wear the coaches and everyone should wear jerseys on the sidelines that actually have pads on. <laughs> yeah. Take it back to the longest yard days and make sure that these guys are all looking the same and they're ready to go. It looks like they're going to war on the field. That would have solved this issue entirely. I think that would confuse Brock Osweiler even more, though. This guy can't even figure out how to throw to his own team. He's hitting spectators at this hey, point. Quick comment. You know, if Brock throws all these balls out of bounds, he can't throw any more interceptions. So that's that's good for him. <laughs> that, that, that's very true. All right. So here's thing. here's a, a sad but kind of a feel-good story. Coach, what do we got here? We had a little bit of a tearjerker. So Sunday uh, morning around 4 a.m., uh, Marquise Goodwin's wife uh, went into the hospital with some complications. Uh, they had to um, deliver the baby premature. The baby ended up passing away uh, in the early hours of the morning. Marquise Goodwin shows up to go to work and uh, catches an amazing, was it 70, 83, 83, yards. 83 yards bomb from Bethard, Bethel, whatever the fuck his name is. CJ Bethard. Mar- Marquise Goodwin takes off wide open, catch. Sheds a defender and is into the end zone. He knows he's going to score. Blew a kiss right before he got in. Immediately gets down, uh, gives a sign of the cross, blows kisses up to the sky. And, I mean, it's just really, really emotional. Everybody from that was on the line uh, joined him in the end zone to help, to help support him. Uh, it was kind of amazing to see just that, you know, teammates coming around. Um very, very sad news for this family, um, but it was good to see Marquise Goodwin kind of take a happy note out of the day um, and kind of give give some thanks to God for the blessings he does have. So He was underthrown, too. Yeah, and the, he, he posted... He's so way fast. too fast. He posted a... He's an Olympian. Um, he posted a picture <laughs> on um, on Instagram saying that it was around 4 a.m. when they had to prematurely deliver the baby. He posted a picture with the baby's hand. The baby's hand is smaller than his his index fingertip. I mean, that's how premature this baby was. It's I don't know how play how athletes are able to do this after something like that. I know it's, it, it it's gets your mind off of it to just get away from yeah. Bit, you know, but you know he didn't sleep. You know he didn't sleep, and they didn't yeah. play until he's running off of adrenaline, yeah. straight adrenaline. Yeah, and. and I love the guy. I, I've always liked Marquise, and that's. I wish the best for him and his wife. I hope hope they uh, get the child they want. But coach, you got another story here. 
Yes, sir. Let's break it down. Uh, we got some more billionaires arguing. A lot of billionaires beefing, man. There's some premium beef in this show. A lot right of now, beefing boys. going on. Um, but this time we got the owners against Jerry Jones. <laughs> it sounds like a full-on coup is taking place in the NFL. This is a joke. Um, yeah, apparently Roger Goodell is not happy with Jerry Jones. He is looking to the NFL's bylaws to, get, already, to get the owners to they pretty already, much forcefully remove Jerry Jones. They've already sent a cease and desist letter to Jerry Jones with the whole suing and, and legality stuff. Jerry well, Jones has claimed that he has not received one. Jerry Jones went to Papa John's and uh, started to talk about a little revenue stream issue. Um, something that we talked about a little bit earlier um, and is a mystery reason why Roger Goodell should get this raise. But Papa John's not very happy about their loss of revenue with the ratings down and everything like that. People not watching, people not getting hungry, people not seeing Papa John's on their television screen. Uh, old Papa's not very happy about that. And so the other owners are not happy with this pot that Jerry is stirring. Fellas, what do you think about this little... Owners against owner brawl. Well, for, for one, let me start out. I am Papa John's Austin, okay? I don't know <laughs> enough Papa John's to keep it in business here in Austin, so that shouldn't be an issue. Spencer, take this one away. I know you have a lot to say about this issue. I do, because it's funny that, that they want to come after Jerry Jones when Jerry Jones pretty much made the NFL into a business that you can legally print money. I mean, he brought the owners, every owner in the NFL, so much money. The fact that they want to get him out and and think that they can actually do it and get him to forfeit the Dallas Cowboys, they're idiots. They're fucking idiots. There's no way it's going to happen. We've watched it happen in the NBA. In the NBA. That was for a completely different reason. Yeah, sure. But again, this is a part of the NFL's bylaws. We, I get it. We have a huge problem with suspensions because they're fucking in there. Like, it's all part of it. So, so let me they, ask you this then. Let's say that the NFL owners, quote unquote, want Jerry Jones out. But let's say that the top four owners in Robert Kraft, who else would you put in there? Arthur Blank all, with Atlanta. Well, no, I don't want to say he's like one of the top owners. I know that he's got a lot of pull because he's on the committee. But I'm talking about like... Um, Let's just say that Oakland, he, Oakland uh, the Davis family, the Davis family, all the have, Green Bay Packers season ticket holders. Yes, yes. So, Green Bay is an so, interesting one because so of the way Green Bay. So you have those guys that are actually backing Jerry Jones, but then you have all the rest of them not. Sure. Which way do you go? Oh, it's it's going to go to the heavy hitters. It's always it's going to go to the heavy hitters. Way. So again, it will. it's one of those things that you're not going to upset they're, the they're, bigger dog. They're saying that it's, it, it's contra- conduct detrimental, like. That's well, not okay. A, so that's coming from the NFL front office. That's coming from NFL exec. Yes. That's not coming from owners. Right. And so that's what stipulates this turning to the bylaws. And and that's what I think is so fucked about all this. Anyway, we talk about the problems with the CBA. The NFL Constitution and bylaws has many many problems because it's fucking old. Yeah. It doesn't make sense with the way the game has changed. I agree. They have not updated a lot of these things, and I think. You know, it's starting to come back to violence. Next time we come into the CBA, we it's, we could very well have a strike because of how yeah, far apart will. players and owners are at this we point. We will. But it's just so funny that they really think that they can get yes, Jerry Jones to, to forfeit the Dallas franchise. Shit, I mean I mean, come on. I mean, there's no way you're gonna get do the you, do you number know? the face of yeah. NFL owners. Do I think it'll happen? Absolutely no not. way. I mean it, do I think Jerry Jones is a dick? 
Absolutely. It yes. is as ridiculous <laughs> as what Jerry Jones proposed. I can't remember what it was, but it was suing the other, the, suing the league, suing uh, suing all the other owners. Like they're both equally as ridiculous, which I agree. is why they've been proposed to counteract each other. Right. And so, fact out. We're back to where we're Time out. Both shaking. Fat lots of money. Time out. Jerry Jones has already sued the NFL and won once. He has. So. It's not as far-fetched as you might and think. And when he sued the NFL... he's already done it. When he sued the NFL and won, he got every single other owner billions of dollars. I mean, they made so much money off his his lawsuit. So, um, Again, it's already happened. We got to get... Let's we make gotta some get money first, in first impressions. We got to get in first impressions. How did we do happen, last Kevin. week? How did we do last week? You know, it's funny. I just totaled that up, and I saw what I did, I, and I, I exited out of it. I was so, easily 100% last week. Uh, I think I was, too. So we picked... Eight games last week. Uh, Spencer, you got three of those, right? I didn't do well. I went 50%, and Coach had Ching five ching. out of eight. So, <coughs> bang, bang. Barely, bang, just barely bang. Up in the money. Bang, Chad, bang, uh, you did not make any picks. So, you, uh, <laughs> hey, you, got, you get you no points. Hey, you get no points. If you don't bet, you can't win. You win some, you lose some. Uh, but first, our first impression of the night, we are starting with the Titans, who are traveling to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Steelers, a seven-point favorite. Uh, Chad, let's start with you. What's your first This impression? is our Thursday night game. Man, Pittsburgh looked awful last week. Gee, they sure did. Seven touchdown. Jeez. They looked terrible. So I'm going to say Pittsburgh wins, Titans go. Okay. Titans need to win that game. I'm, I'm with you there. I think the Titans get a win here. Uh, coach, first impression? Uh, I'm taking Pittsburgh. The Titans are fucking in trouble. They're in a lot of trouble. Nah, Marcus Mariota sucks. I'm with Coach. The Steelers play shit games, and then they show up the next week and absolutely obliterate people. Steelers I got the Steelers winning this by more than a touchdown. Oh, so I was looking They're at They're 7-2. Pick- I was looking at our pick history, and we have to get better about doing this, is that uh, you should not bet on our picks. P- PSA here. Yeah. Uh... Do not look to us to make money. We've so. told you guys a million times, don't trust us. We're not really experts. Uh, well, the only person you should trust is probably me. He's the yeah. expert. Yeah. Especially uh, who doesn't make uh, picks. a couple subjects. He, <laughs> hey, in Chad's defense, he got zero games wrong last week. That's, That's right. I told you 100%. Spencer, Lions travel to Chicago, take on the Bears. Lions, a three-point favorite on the road. What's your first impression? I'm on that Lions train, man. I like him a lot. I got the Lions winning by the by at least a touchdown. Coach, what was this game? Lions, Lions Bears. Bears three. Lions minus three. <laughs> Fuck the Bears, dude. Give me the Lions. Me and Coach are on it today. <sighs> Fuck Trubisky. Dude. I'm taking the Bear or the Lions here as well. If they couldn't get it against a Packers shitty team. Packers team, which you know they're motivated to get play against, I'm taking the Lions here. You know on what's going to happen? Since, since you're agreeing with me, we're going to lose every fucking game this week. You're well, agreeing with me. Golden Tate goes off this game. Amir Abdullah. I don't really care what he does, but Riddick, Lions are going to Riddick, Riddick, MJJ. Right back at you. The Rams are going to travel to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Ooh, this is going to be a game. Yeah, Vikings, it is. A yeah, two-point is. favorite at home. Which yeah, is that's good. That's a good line. Uh, the Vikings <laughs> defense is really good. Um, Stephon Diggs looks really good. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we have the same reaction to that. What? Market some, cheerleaders. Some ugly cheerleaders. Some, <laughs> oh, yeah. some bad radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I'm on the Jared Goff bandwagon. I think that they score enough points to win this. So you're and taking the Rams goal. here. Rams by field goal. I'm taking the Rams here, too. I They're playing really good, way better than I thought they were going to. And 
I mean, Teddy Damn. Bridgewater's back, but I'm still going to take the Rams here. Uh, coach, first impressions? No, go, go to him. Well, we're you're going gonna, in order. You're going to want to hear what I have to say. All right. Spencer, first impressions? <clears throat> this is tough. I like – I'm on the Jared Goff bandwagon. I like him. I think he's great. At home, I think the Vikings – I think the Vikings handle this thing. I think they win it by three. I think the Vikings cover and win by three. I told you you're going to want to hear this. The Vikings are the fucking best in their division. They are probably going to win the NFC at this rate. The Vikings will win this game more than likely by a touchdown. Um, They have so many weapons. And I honestly don't care if it's Teddy Bridgewater or Case Keenum. Case Keenum has a very good connection with his receivers. The running back core is doing really well. I'm all Vikings in this one. All right, we're split on this one. Spencer, uh, the R-Words are traveling to New Orleans. They got the Saints. Saints, a seven-and-a-half point favorite at home. What's New Orleans impression? by 100. Ooh. New Orleans by 100. Uh, I've never down. seen that happen, but Saints. I guess it could. Put it on the record. Minus 100. Put it on the record. <laughs> uh, coach? The Saints are definitely winning that game, by especially at home. Not by 100. That's, that's obviously what, an exaggeration. That's what, we have that's what the record says. That's what I've written down here. All right, cool. So if it's not 100, you're definitely wins. getting that one wrong. Sure. Let me, if let me. everyone can get that line, go ahead and take it because that's never gonna happen. Yeah. Um, I'll take the Redskins plus one hundred. Just erase that. God, I you that. said it. Just erase. Son it. of a bitch. Obviously, that's. Um, so a touchdown, I think, is a lot. The Redskins like to hang around in good, good games, even if they can't win. Um, I'll take. I'll take Washington on the road. Yeah, I liked the I Saints. I like the Saints a lot. Cowboys right beat them by like two and a half touchdowns. That hook. That that point five too much for me. I'm gonna take the R words here as well. Chad. The Saints, you just said it, Wizzy. The Saints have two amazing running backs. They're gonna destroy Washington. Expert first impression on R words plus seven and a half on the That's road. Bad. It shouldn't even be a question. The Saints are gonna dominate this game. Yes, right back at you. The Patriots are almost a touchdown favor on the road of all places, taking on the Raiders. Six and a half points. The Raiders are plus. What's your first impression? That was a terrible way to deliver that. Yeah, game. it was. But it was all. <laughs> it was all true. It was all true. It was correct. I think that this game means more for the Oakland than it does New England. So I'm going to go the Raiders on this game. Mm. I think they went out right. I'm taking the Patriots here. I think what? they win by seven. Exactly a touchdown. That extra. Half points enough for me to take the Patriots on the road. Coach, first impression? You were on a damn Coke bend if you think the Raiders are winning this outright. Uh, hey, give me a slip-up game. Give me the pass. Give it to me. Spencer? Give me. The Patriots Oakland needs it, man. versus Oakland. They need it more. Lamb in down. California, what's your first impression? I'm thinking clam chowder all day. Clam chowder. Give me the pass. Chowder. Did you have a, a custom line you wanted to put, plug into this one? I need them to lose. No, no custom line. No custom line, okay. No. Uh, <laughs> alternate line is uh, real sharp. <laughs> Eagles are going to come to Dallas, take on the Cowboys. The Eagles are a three and a half point favorite on the road. What? Uh, Spencer, what's your first impression? Bet this line 100%. <clears throat> yeah, give me the Eagles. Give me the yeah. Eagles. <laughs> Coach? Put, this, put your house payment on this shit because <laughs> Eagles are winning this by more than that. 
Yeah, I hate it, but I'll... Sweep it. I'm also not picking the Cowboys. <laughs> Every time I bet against the Cowboys, they win, so I'm definitely picking the Eagles. Good on that one. Put your life savings on the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to tell my dad to bet the Eagles so the Cowboys can win, because every time he bets against the Cowboys, they win. So, Jim, our last game of the night, we get the Falcons traveling up to Seattle, take on the Seahawks. Seattle's at home. That's a dirty bird field goal game. favorite. No Richard Sherman. What's your first impression? No Richard Sherman, maybe forever. Maybe done. Who are you asking first? Uh, you expert. Uh, I'm going to say, man, see, that these are two teams that were decent last year, but Seattle doesn't have an offense. Uh, torn. I'm going to go Seattle on this one. Whoa. Whoa. Go Seattle. Um, mm, travel across the country. I'll take Seattle too. <laughs> Coach, first impression. It is coast to coast. Also, Russell Wilson has seemed to found a good connection with Jimmy Graham lately. Yeah, it's it's really that. pissing me off with Doug Baldwin on my roster, but Drop I'll drink for that, and I will also take Seattle. Spencer, do you be the contrarian? Oh, yes, I will be the contrarian. The Falcons finally got something going this past week against the Cowboys. Um, Seattle, I just, I'm still not, I'm not, I'm not fully on board. Um, they, it's hard to be. They, they're without Richard Sherman now, like you said. They may still be without Earl Thomas. Um, that's still up in the air. So, I think Julio so Jones is, Julio Jones is going to have a day. No, Julio Jones is going to go off. Fuck. Muhammad Sanu is going to go yeah. off. Watch out for the Falcons. They're going to have Tevin Coleman because Devontae Freeman's going to be out, but give me the Falcons. Okay. That was for his impressions. Yeah, we got to hit the nightcap, sponsored, as always, by the beautiful, delicious Strange Land Brewery. And what coach like, opened the beer as quiet as he could, like 30 seconds before we hit early. the nightcap? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, tonight, we're gonna, tonight we're going to talk, um, you know, last week, if you missed our, our amateur hour, we talked uh, our college coach, uh, Deadpool. And now Which we're, we're going to recap in the amateur hour. Yeah, and now we're now we're going to talk some NFL coaches because if we were doing an NFL Deadpool, Ben McAdoo's number one on the list. Number there's, one. There's some, there's some bad stuff going on in New York. Ben McAdoo's number one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> and eight and nine on this list. <laughs> And he's probably number one on several predator lists with that mustache. Uh, now he's got the thing... slicked back hair. It makes it look even oh creepier. But oh my God. the players, the players hate terrible. him. The players absolutely hate him. Um, he clearly, I mean, at least in my opinion, I think he hates his players. He's already talked shit about Odell. He's already talked shit about Eli, who's your franchise guy, who hasn't missed a game in two hundred and something starts. Um, I, it's the team just isn't playing for him anymore. They they don't care. They don't care to win. They don't care what happens as long as they get to go home at the end of the night. Well, I think even on like other bad teams that you've seen with bad coaching too, you don't really see a whole lot of players turning on the coaching staff. San Francisco's and, a prime example. And start to come out to reporters and actually say things to put on record. Regardless of whether it's anonymous or not, we know exactly where it's coming from. It's your locker room. Yeah. And it's it's bad in New York, man. It is a shitstorm in that locker room. 
and it's self-contained and I don't understand it's it's you don't have the ownership saying anything to back up one side or the other you have your coaches and your players fighting to the point where you're losing to the only team in the NFL without a win no Cleveland doesn't have a win so oh, that's true that is true so you're in the you same st- category you sleep yeah you still gave a zero win team a win yeah. and, that, and that's to me that's unacceptable at a certain and San Francisco level. fought and you see teams like I don't know Miami. They're they're horrible. They still yeah. they still fight. Jay Cutler shows some fight. Eh, <laughs> Sometimes disagree. Yeah, I think he shows. Don't, any I mean, don't, don't put him out. Don't put him out in the wildcat. But they still try. <laughs> um, it, it's this is a weird deal, man. I've never seen it with a pro team like that. Like, yeah, college teams. I have Detroit when they went sixteen and zero. It's the exact, time. yep. It's the exact same scenario. That's fair, but man, yeah. watching them play is, is absolutely abysmal. I it's mean, horrible. But see, I would from rather top, from the top down. I mean, it's it's Eli Manning. It's the veterans that have been there. They're not playing. Very true. But I'm not I, happy. I would rather playing. watch that Owen sixteen Detroit team even with a fucking shitty Schwartz head coach because at least Schwartz fucking cared about losing. Like it still bothered him every time they lost. And Matthew it, gives it, no fucks. It bothered Megatron and Matt Stafford every time they lost. But this team does not even care about losing or winning. Like it, it means nothing to show up and get their paycheck. Every Odell day. Beckham's probably just off on a on a yacht. I mean, like it, it sucks when millionaires are getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a week for for playing are unhappy with showing up to work. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's one thing to be unhappy getting under a hundred thousand dollars a year, but. For these guys to be unhappy, it's it's super bad this, to watch. This it's is disgusting. One, this is one thing as a Cowboys fan that I freaking hate watching because what's going to happen is that the Giants are going to get a top three pick in the draft this next year, and they're going to pick their quarterback for the future, and he is going to be phenomenal. So, one, it's unfortunate. Are you it's, saying there's a conspiracy theory? New York's going to tank to the bad teams to get why not? the better pick? Why not? And then trade Eli Manning <laughs> over to uh, Jacksonville? Uh, Reunite yeah, with Cleveland? Eli's yeah. not Come going on, anywhere. Dude. Eli's retiring before he goes anywhere. We talked about earlier. Jason Garrett's another one who, who uh, is, is really getting on my last goddamn nerve. Um, there's there's just no there's no coaching with with Dallas. There's no there's no change after halftime. If something doesn't go right, if your left tackle gives up four sacks in the first fucking half, you know you may want to throw a tight end on that side of the field or, or, or chip him with a running back. No, 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 no. Let him get let him get six. You don't understand. They can't put a tight end over there because Jason Witten's their number two receiver. <laughs> like, let's they can chip, they can throw a shoulder an elbow yeah, or dude, something. They'll throw off the timing. <laughs> it's way off topic here, boys. It's <laughs> awful. We're talking about NFL coaches. All right, we did talk about Ben McAdoo. That was our our main focus. We're yeah. over time. Hey, I just want to say fuck Adam Gates too. Like, I mean, I know it's not his fault that Tannehill went down, but you brought that fucking dad wearing sweatpants, not caring motherfucker, Jake. Cigarette Hulk, right? smoking. I think it's great Bear that we drinking. had a whole NFL coach's hot seat talk, and Hugh Jackson like somehow just didn't get brought up. Yeah, he he hasn't won a, a game in who knows how long. Cleveland safe, nope. dude. You could do the same thing about uh, was it Dirt Cutter at in Tampa? Yeah, 
Good God. Yeah, they're on hard knocks. Dude. That's debatable. Yeah. That's debatable. Well, when Ryan Fitzpatrick has to come in for you, it's terrible. Well, <clears throat> that's wonderless. It's not you. good. He does have a perfect score in the Wonder League. That, that's um, why he's figured out how to stay in the fucking league as <laughs> He's so he's smart. Doing. He's so smart. He's so smart. He's figured it out. He's still making millions. He has fucking that rain. shittiness in his beard. Dude. He's the rain man of the NFL. It's very true. He's got it all figured out. Um, that's going to do it for us tonight on a pro show. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. We had some laughs. I hope y'all did too. Should have called the show Rain Man. Ballad, thanks for <laughs> thanks for pressing buttons. Case Keenum's going to be doing this podcast. Chad's good to have you back. Always a pleasure, my man. Coach, thanks for being a dick as always. Hello. I'm your host, Spencer Spellman. Make sure you check out our amateur hour. Until next week, we are out. Peace. Uh, Look, I'm going to have to call you back.